everybody. It's Brian and Dave with another preview with a prior for episode 106. Uh, I believe that episode is entitled 50. 5-0. So real quick, if we just want to go back what we talked about earlier in the week, remember Dominic wrote us and made it a point to show that the first four episodes all ended in O, and they were what, Dave? Uh, bisyllabic. Bi- <laughs> bisyllabic, right? I believe I said disyllabic last time, but both are acceptable. Perfect. And the beauty of that where we're like, oh, well, it's Alpine Shepherd Boy, so that goes, blew that out the window. <laughs> that goes your theory, sucker. <laughs> yeah. But what is the name of this episode, Dave, coming up? 5-0. 5-0! So once again, ending with an O, and it is? Disyllabic. Ah, yeah, so good job, Dominic. <laughs> <laughs> we figured we owed you. <laughs> A shout-out on Preview with a Prior. Good job. So, Dave, man. Okay, so the last episode ended up, We uh, a lot of people are excited on the internet because it's, it's it's Mike. We're, right. we're, we're going to get Mike backstory. Like yeah, it's, I was it, watching Freaking Horrible Bosses recently, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the people I was watching it with, when when that dude, he's in the show, and when, they, when he appeared in the movie, they're like, that's Mike. Oh, really? That's your guy, oh. yeah. And I was like, that's <laughs> awesome because Mike is the shit. He is the shit, and so we're. It looks like. It looks like we're gonna get some background on him. So going through the previews, let, let's talk about what we saw. Okay. Okay. So at the end of, let's start with the end of episode, upcoming scenes mm-hmm. from next week's episode. Right. Okay, and it was Mike being interrogated. Yeah, he's sitting in jail. He's sitting in jail, and uh, he slides a card over, which Jimmy. Had been so excited to give him about getting into elder law. Right. So good timing there. So he's got the card to give. Couldn't have been more convenient, right? (laughs) It's almost like they wrote it. Right. (laughs) So that's good. So here we go. The foundations of the relationship between Saul and Mike. Now, Now it's symbiotic because they need each other now, right? Because Mike will possibly feed him even more information as time goes on. And now Mike needs Saul to represent him. Right. Or, uh, represent him or uh, whatever the reason he's bringing Saul in. Right. Or Jimmy. He's bringing Jimmy in. Mm-hmm. And then they talked about, um, it went on the scene, they had a discussion about somebody killing Maddie. And the preview for the next episode ends with uh, Mike making the comment, it's like killing Caesar. Everybody's guilty. So before we get into the next part of the discussion... What, what are your thoughts on that? Because I'm thinking, you know, if, if he's making a comment like it's like killing Caesar and everybody's guilty, and we know that that Mike, uh, you know, left the force due to some violent incident, uh-huh. maybe this was, maybe we'll find out, maybe Mike crossed the line. Like, he, he crossed the line and was a little bit more vigilante than he was just doling out justice, uh-huh. and that's that's how he feels guilty for whatever circumstances is going to come to light. Yeah, I'm yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking it was more of a thing where uh all of the cops were involved in something. Maddie got the worst of it. But right, everybody's like, guilty. Like they were all corrupt? I don't know. Yeah. Just, like just like maybe yeah. maybe maybe they were all corrupt on whatever circumstances happening, right? I'm sure we'll find out more next uh in a few days. Yeah. But maybe they were all all corrupt. They all had like you know ties. Oh, what a tangle web we weave. Right. And maybe Mike is going to become 
the scapegoat. Maybe that's why he has to retire. You know, it's like it's it, like it, almost like a witness protection kind of a thing. Well, it's right, like I mean. it, it's like politicians, right? Like you see, you know, like there's like political machines, like every big city and country has them, right? Where like, right. you know, but you can't let the head guy fall, so they always find a scapegoat, and that person ends up retiring before any any yeah. real shit happens. It's just a way of staving staving shit off, right? Like like uh, in in light of recent allegations. Uh, I will maintain my innocence, but I will step down because it'll become a distraction to right. the investigation. Maybe that's a parallel here. Maybe that's what's going on. Everybody's involved with, what, with whatever happened to Maddie, and Mike became the person that was just going to have to give up his position on the force. He leaves Philly, ends up in Albuquerque. Where he is there to take care of his granddaughter, as mm-hmm. he's always saying. And he lives, and he lives in a toll booth. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> he's like a troll. He's, he's working at nine to five, nine in the morning to five in the morning. <laughs> and we did get a name on the woman with the awkward stare. Right. We we There's had no another, idea. Another clip that we watched, mm-hmm. and apparently her name is Hunter. Hunter, yes. And yeah. I found it interesting that she called him Mike. Why? Why is that interesting? Because she called him by his first name. So it shows it shows that they're that <laughs> well, we were speculating that you know he was some sort of father or father-in-law like she was the mother of the granddaughter now I'm thinking that's not probably the Oh, case. I see where you're going. So like like if they if they had a closer relationship it'd be like dad, right. You know, uncle Mike. Right. But she just goes with Mike. So it, it's very it's very formal. Right. She said it in sort of an informal way. Like maybe it could be a father-in-law. I guess you would call your father-in-law by the first name, mm-hmm. but a lot of people don't. It's you know. definitely hinting at history between the two of them. They're, they're yeah. very familiar. So I wonder what part, what part she plays. Right. Cause she know. talks about getting over what happened, moving on from this with Maddie. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's Maddie's wife. Obviously a close relation, yeah. right? Cause she makes the comment about what Maddie was like. Before he, uh, well, that's why I went with wife because, because of what you're about to say. Because because Maddie was acting different. He was he was moody, and he barely ate. He snapped at her, um, and he just acted different. That and that's why I went with the, all the cops were involved in something that went wrong, and Mike and Maddie got the worst of it by winding up deceased because. Mood changed. Something was happening. A lot of times in shows and stuff, that's how a character acts when he's reaching towards the end, or something's about to happen. Mm-hmm. You know. So maybe maybe Mike's relationship to her is maybe maybe she's actually his daughter-in-law, possibly, or just somebody he knows through the force through Maddie. Him and Maddie were real close, mm-hmm. so he's close with Hunter as well. What if, what if there was like a really big loop there, and it really wasn't his granddaughter at all? Maybe these people were victims of his action. Ooh. And so, you know, his cover story of why he's there is because he's he's there to take care and see his granddaughter. But maybe he has guilt with whatever transpired. And the reason why he's trying to make money is he's he's trying to atone for it. Right? But you breaking, will atone! <laughs> <laughs> but in Breaking Bad, he was with his granddaughter. That's what he said, though. But did we ever see the well, granddaughter? He was with a young girl. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he yeah, took he'd be her sitting at the park when she was he took her to the park. Stuff. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, so then that shoots that theory out the window. So we'll just scratch that off the scoreboard. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking morons. 
So yeah, I just blew your theory out of the water, and I don't have a better one to counteract you with. So I'm sticking with that. Uh, yeah, he was him and Maddie were on the. It, I'm just thinking they were on the force together, um, mm-hmm. but real close. I don't know how the hell she ends up in Albuquerque though. So that there's that question, right? If all this happened in Philly, because it pretty much confirmed also these cops are from. Philly. Right, they came they came they're a long way from home. They're a long way from home and he said it at the end of the episode and in the preview. So do you, do you think he's he's really a fugitive or he's trying to escape testifying and they're there to bring him back for to testify? They they did say help us catch Maddie's killer. Right. So may, maybe he's trying to So maybe it is a testifying thing, you know, they And he that. he's running from the person that perpetrated the crime. Like he's right. he's trying to avoid like maybe that maybe that's why he grabbed the baseball bat, right? Because it was like, oh fuck, like that they, guy is coming. Whoever he's avoiding found him. Yeah, like I, I've been found. You know, I've been hiding out in Albuquerque. I've been found, and now they they know where I'm at. They're they're gonna bring me bring me back home. You know, in, in Breaking Bad, it's obvious. Uh, you know, he's not above shady relationships, right? You know, so maybe he's actually running for his life. Yeah, hiding out in old Kirky. Right, <laughs> so I can't wait to see how the I I can't wait to see the the details of the actual case and how Jimmy and Mike work with one another. Yeah, and kind of just what the hell is Jimmy's role going to be in this? Because it it made you believe he's there that Mike was under arrest and and called Jimmy in as as his lawyer, mm-hmm. but no, because they're asking Mike to help out. And finding Maddie's killer. Where does Jimmy come in? Oh, the- <laughs> well, maybe he's maybe he's not actually under arrest. Unless they're trying to extradite him, right? Like take him back. Yeah. Well, I, I was also thinking, which is completely possible. I, I don't know how that whole process works in Neither real life. Do I, but I would assume that you would be able to call your lawyer. Well, any any time that police come to talk to you, you don't have to be under arrest. Right. You know, anytime law enforcement officials come and talk to you, you have the right to to remain silent you know it's not just Miranda rights like you don't have to talk to police officers you have the right to say you can contact my lawyer so True. he might not be under arrest but he he obviously knows something that he doesn't want to relate to to them right and he kind of has an idea of what kind of lawyer Jimmy is and Jimmy kind of owes him a favor so you know making Making whatever he makes as the uh, the parking lot booth troll, <laughs> you know, that might be that might be the cheapest option to go. So maybe it's right. just a matter of convenience. Like I can't afford a lawyer. <laughs> I'll give you a couple stickers for your parking pass. <laughs> right. <if> you <laughs> I'll give you I'll give you the shiny spot up front. <laughs> right. So maybe maybe that's that's where they're going with it. You know, maybe he doesn't have much money at this point, and he's just okay. So this is the only person I know. He kind of owes me a favor. I'm going to go ahead and give this guy a shot because who else am I going to turn to? Because maybe the alternatives are get extradited back to Philly and become a witness and possibly put yourself in danger. Right. Because definitely get the feeling somebody's looking for Mike in addition to the law enforcement that found him. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I guess just thinking ahead, um, I would assume that it all goes well for Mike in the long run if he's going to continue to have a relationship with Saul and break yeah, he's not going to end up dead in a river at all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he 
he'll have a good run. I mean, we know he's going to last about ten more years. I did want. <laughs> I did want to say there is uh, one one of my uh, OG buddies who go by the name of Stash. He just kind of brought up where it would be humorous if somehow Saul sued the police department and that's how he gets his money. Like, <laughs> like maybe that's why he's given him, he's not really under arrest, but he's going to return the, retain the services of Saul and try to like frame it in, Hey, I left my, my piece of whatever my piece of this case is, is done. You guys are harassing me. You can talk to my lawyer. And then it becomes an issue where he basically tries to turn the tables. And, he, you know, I thought, <laughs> I thought that was an interesting idea from Stash. Well, thank you, Stash, because pretty cool. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. So here we go. A few more days. We're going to be watching episode six of the 10 episode premiere season of Better Call Saul. So we're over halfway done, Dave. Over halfway done. And yeah. Still intrigued. Still intrigued. Uh, what are you? What are your thoughts on the series so far? I'm I'm digging it. Um, this especially this last episode had a few more chuckles in it. Yeah, it was a you lot know. a lot of funny stuff. I don't know if it's because my brother was in the room with us and he laughs at everything. <laughs> so it was like infectious. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, definitely like this one had some more comedic elements because every all the comedy so far, a lot of it's been really dark and stuff that I mm. laugh at and kind of feel bad about it. Right, I didn't feel so bad about laughing at some things. No, I, I I think um, <laughs> I think so far this has kind of been my favorite favorite episode because it does show a lot of the more lighthearted mm. humor that I think we've all been kind of waiting, especially with you know Bob Odenkirk as as the main character. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, the fact that they got more into Chuck's deal, I really really like that because I want yeah that's something I'm kind of itching to get to the whole. Chuck, is this in his head? Is it real? What the hell is it? Because they never even exactly got specific with what the hell it was. Right. But, and it well, it's five it, episodes to get there. That, well, they proved to the audience that it was right. on his head. Exactly. But that doesn't mean that that's how it's going to play out on right. screen because they, they, the characters now know what we know. Right. But that doesn't mean that Chuck can't do something to convince them, you know, make them think differently about it. Right. Or the, just the fact that. It will never beat this thing or I don't know. I don't know. Cause I, I'm super dig your theory about them ending up on different sides of a case at the end of the show. Mm -hmm. But then again, they jump around with time. They play with time in these shows too. So you never know what could happen. Right. Right. So uh, real quick, we can make a quick prediction real quick. I know you're a big fan of this. So how many, how many shows or how many episodes have opened with a flashback, Dave? Three. Three out of five so far? No, that was episode six, right? We just watched five. That was episode five? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So three, three of them open the flashbacks. Every other one. Okay, so is episode six, is that going to open with a flashback? What's your over-under on that? Wait, I was wrong. It wasn't every other one. Episode one, episode three, and episode four. All open with flashbacks. I'm trying to think, is there a pattern to this? One, one, two, one, three. No. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say uh, no flashback. No flashback. No flashback. Okay, I'll make. I'll make. Um, I'll go with flashback. I'll just you play want a flashback. I'll play devil's advocate to you, and then we'll come up with some funny uh, penalty for the person. So on next week's uh, episode of It's All Good, Man, we'll come up with some sort of funny penalty for the person who's wrong. Okay. 
I was going to say, do you want to get more specific in what the hell is the flashback about? Okay, well, let's, let's postulate on that for a second. What, what other flashbacks have there been so far? Well, there was, there was Jimmy talking to Chuck in jail. Yes. Jimmy running a scam. Yes. And actually, there was no flashback in the first episode. That was that, a flash forward. That was a flash forward. That's correct. So it's like one, two, and two. I am so retarded. <laughs> I went on record saying that every episode had had a flashback with only half of them. You know what? I'm going to go out. Okay, my prediction, my prediction <laughs> is that it's a flashback that shows Jimmy and Kim's relationship. Ooh, I like it. That's a heavy one. So that, that's what I'm predicting. I like it. I'm going to throw this out there. If there's a flashback, mm-hmm. don't think there will be. Okay. Chuck will be in it. Howard will be in it because there's a lot of crime in Albuquerque, and that's not even a joke. Like, for real, there's a lot of crime in Albuquerque. <laughs> Why would you know that, Dave? Because <laughs> somebody stole your guitar, right? I don't know. It might have been a conversation I had with a cop at 10 o'clock at night wondering where my shit was. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, and the, yeah, I always thought that just Jimmy came down later. Like, Chuck moved first. Jimmy came down later. Mm-hmm. Uh, that kind of a deal. So, I don't know. I, I like the idea that, you know, a, a flashback of, of, uh, of Chuck and Howard coming together or getting started or something like that. I think that'll happen before the show runs out. Okay, so uh, official prediction is you don't think there'll be a flashback, but no flashback. if there is, it will examine Chuck and Howard's relationship. Yes. I think there will be a flashback, and I'm betting on Kim and Jimmy's. Kim and Jimmy. Kim and Jimmy's relationship. I'm thinking there's always a cold open. I'm thinking it's Mike. It's going to be just kind of how from from episode one to two, mm-hmm. it was uh, it was Tuco at the end, then Tuco at the beginning. Was the cold open? Was Tuco cutting up food? Right. Um, so I'm thinking Mike is going to be in the cold open. Okay. Be that story. Perfect. Well, I guess we'll find out next Monday with episode six of Better Call Saul. Five O. <laughs> Make sure you hit us up at SaulGoodman.com on Twitter, on Facebook. Let us know your predictions and what you would like to see. We'll see you next Tuesday.